Good morning. As I speak my prayer in the first person, I invite you to accept these words as the truth of your own life as well. Right here and now, I recognize the one presence, the one power, the one spirit that I call God. I know that it moves in and through, throughout all the world, throughout everything, throughout all of its creation. And that we are, each one of us is part of God's manifestation, part of God's expression on the earth. So I welcome that presence right now. I open my heart and my mind to it right now, allowing it to inform me, allowing it to bring greater understanding, allowing me to keep my heart open to the message that we hear today. I give thanks for this beloved community as we come together to worship and to listen to the inspired words of Reverend Diana. And I simply know that this service unfolds perfectly and powerfully for each one here. Each one receives what we came here thirsting for. And so with a grateful heart, I accept these gifts and all the gifts and blessings yet to come and we anchor this into being as together we say, and so it is. Amen. Good morning. My name is Reverend Diana Johnson, and I'm the pastor and spiritual director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. I welcome you home to our beloved community. And I welcome you home to your own mystic heart. So this morning, as we begin to settle into the flow of Teze, I invite you to, along with me, clear your heart and mind with this affirmation and holding it silently as I speak it into the space. I open my eyes to see the spiritual truth today. I open my ears to hear the spiritual truth today. I open my heart to feel the spiritual truth today. Surrender to the luminous love light of 
<laughs> Way to get the energy flowing. Ah, so this morning, as we move into the flow of Teze, we are contemplating this question. Is my heart clear? What does it mean exactly to have a clear heart? Let's begin by bringing our awareness to the breath, noticing that with no effort on my part, my breath is entering through my nose, moving down into my lungs, to the heart region, and is giving life to this body. Breathing life into every tissue, every organ, every system. Ruach, the Hebrew word for breath, also means spirit. <clears throat> Numa, the Latin word for breath, also means spirit or soul. So by giving our attention to the breath, entering our bodies, we're bringing our awareness to the spirit within us. As awareness remains with the breath, allow any tension that you might be holding to just melt away as you breathe out. Breathing in spirit, and then breathing out resistance or tightness as it exists anywhere in your body or your mind. Allowing the heart to open as you inhale. And then letting go of anything and everything that might be holding your heart closed as you exhale. <clears throat> Breathing in love, allowing it to fill you completely to overflowing. And then breathing it out into the surrounding space, into the atmosphere. So that the presence of love is within and all around. Basking in the feeling of God's loving presence as it moves in and out of your body on the breath. Completely content with whatever is unfolding in this moment. In this state of loving presence, we sense our connection with our global community. Envisioning a web of consciousness that encompasses the earth. knowing that every being is a point of God's radiant light in that web. That every human, every other than human animal, every plant, every rock, the vast expanses of sand and soil and water, the clouds, every star in our galaxy, 
and every galaxy in the cosmos, teeming with life and intelligence, radiating the light of spirit. We cannot help but feel and know the oneness with all that is. And in this feeling of connection, we share a heartfelt intention for our time together. We acknowledge our responsibility to one another as human family and as caretakers of the earth. And we commit to living from a clear heart. In setting this prayerful intention, we empower ourselves to see and to hear and to feel the spiritual truth that by following spirit's guidance, we are never, never led astray. For the month of February, we've been contemplating what it means to live from a full, strong, open, and clear heart. When we're full-hearted, we're all in. We're fully engaged committed to the people and situations in our lives. Otherwise, we're half-hearted, acting from a perceived obligation or duty, from the shoulds or have-tos. There's no enthusiasm in half-hearted living. When we are open-hearted, we're embracing possibilities and softening where we may have become rigid or defensive. Otherwise, we are closed-hearted, holding on to past resentments, grudges, or disappointments. And we can become punitive, withholding, blaming or critical with ourselves and other people. There is no joy in closed-hearted living. When we're strong-hearted, we demonstrate courage in our lives. Courage actually means standing by one's heart or core. When we're courageous, we're able to meet conflict without fear. And we're able to be our authentic selves. The alternative is weak hearted living. To act from a need for acceptance and approval from others to have difficulty facing conflict and to move into denial rather than to see things as they are. There is no freedom in weak-hearted living. When we are clear-hearted, we're acting from the clarity that comes from deep intuitive listening rather than confusion, doubt, 
or indifference. And we are willing to act on that guidance. This is where we're going to spend our time today. What does it look like when I'm living from a clear heart? Maybe we should begin by looking at how confused heartedness can show up. Confused heartedness can come from a true lack of clarity about which direction we should go or how we should resolve a particular situation. But more often than not, we're playing games with ourselves. We do not lack clarity. We know what needs to happen. And we don't like it. Our confusion may actually be a manufactured camouflage for our unwillingness to be clear. For example, in my own life, I faced the need to leave a particular job, but had no idea how I would pay my bills if I left. My apparent lack of clarity was really my unwillingness and fear in admitting that I had to leave for my own physical and psychological good. I had no other choice. For a period of time, I lived in the apparent confusion of not knowing. In truth, I had complete clarity, but little faith. This same dance can occur in relationships as well. Whether in a partnership or with a good friend, we might say that we're confused about where the relationship is going. Rather than stating what we are clear about and what we are not. In this way, we place the responsibility for a decision about the relationship on the other person. Combining confused heartedness with weak heartedness. In weak heartedness, there's no freedom. And in confused heartedness, there is no safety. A clear heart is an untroubled heart. It exists when I'm not hiding anything and not hiding from anything. When I'm expressing my true feelings, living with integrity and alignment between my internal and my external selves. When I'm clear hearted, my thoughts, words and actions all match. There is no cognitive or emotional dissonance. I act from the true clarity that is born of spirit's guidance. And so living a wholehearted life means making commitments thoughtfully and then living them fully. Remaining open, flexible and forgiving as we work through challenges 
acknowledging that we too make mistakes. Courageously facing conflict. Standing in the truth of who we are and what we need, but allowing space for the needs of others. And listening deeply and generously, both within and without. And then acting from clarity, integrity, and faith. Wholehearted living means living from integrity. This word, like its root, integer, means the whole of anything, not a fraction. Living with integrity speaks of the unimpaired state of one's mind and heart, of soundness and purity of character, of uprightness and honesty. When I'm living from a whole heart, I am undivided. I'm the same in private as I am in public. I have embodied the principles that govern my life, internalized them, and integrated them into every aspect of my experience. Wholeheartedness says, what you see is what you get. There is congruency between what I verbalize and what I practice. My life matches my lips. The essence of integrity or wholeheartedness is to be on the inside what I appear to be on the outside. Wholehearted living is when I remember the truth of who and whose I am and live from that. When I allow the Christ consciousness to show itself in my thoughts, words, and actions. And when I recognize the same in you. The Christ in me 
sees the Christ in you. Everyone's a chosen one, the many and the few. All together now, it takes two. The Christ in me and the Christ in No love is to be love, and I know love will stay alive if the Christ in me sees the Christ in you. Everyone's a chosen one, the many and the few. All together Christ in me and the Christ in you. If my friend feels sad or broken, every time that my heart opens, love makes its way into the world. When the Christ in me sees the Christ in you, everyone's a chosen one, the many and the few. All together now it takes two, the Christ in me and the Christ in you. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength, I can do all stay. Through Christ who is my strength, I can do all things. Through Christ who is my strength, I can do all things. Through Christ who is my strength, I can do all things. Through Christ who is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. All things can feel so big, so challenging, even unreachable sometimes. To talk about living with and from a heart that is full and strong and open and clear, it seems to stretch me daily to live a life of complete integrity, to live wholeheartedly to live for my Christ self. 
but it's not really so complicated as we make it. The master teacher Jesus gave five simple directions over 2,000 years ago. And these five match the teachings of many of the great world's traditions. Granted, we're still working to master them. The first is this. Jesus reduced the Ten Commandments and the 613 Jewish laws to these two. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. It seems pretty simple. In other words, when we replace hate with love and anger with kindness, we notice more peace in our lives and in our world. We feel more closely connected and we live more fully from our own Christ nature. Second, Jesus taught the golden rule during his Sermon on the Mount. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. In other words, do nothing to another that you would not willingly have done to you. Even more, treat people the way they wish to be treated, which might include leaving them alone. As you do, you will strengthen your relationships and bring greater joy and peace into your world. Next, Jesus invited his followers and those who in future generations would come to have faith in their own Christ nature and to live from that. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. In other words, the great I am, spirit, God, infinite intelligence, is the light of the world. All who follow Jesus's example living from a deep understanding that each of us is that light, will shine their own light into the dark places in the world. Also, he taught us by example that we might benefit from leading intentional and prayerful lives, that we are offered guidance when we ask. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. And finally, the master taught us to freely forgive. Peter asked him, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Jesus responded, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. When we freely offer our forgiveness to others, we can invite more peace and forgiveness into our own lives.
loving spirit dwells in me. This is my divinity. As within, so without. All I need is here and now. Where there's air, let me love. May I have no fear. All the power, all the glory, I surrender, let it be. Loving Spirit dwells in me, now and evermore. Loving Spirit dwells in me, this is my divinity. As within, so without, all I need is here and now. Where there's air, let me love. May I have no fear. Clarity is a value that we all share. Mental clarity is essential in the workplace. Our perceptions need to be clear in order to avoid misinterpretations of situations causing inappropriate responses. Lack of clarity in our speech can lead to misunderstandings between us and others. But what does it mean to have a clear heart? Proverbs 23 tells us that as a person thinks in her heart, so is she. Our true beliefs reside deep within us in our very heart of hearts. The divine creative process does not respond to our mental beliefs. Rather, it reacts to our deeply embodied beliefs, to our gut-level feelings about life. Rabbi Yeshua of Nazareth taught us that we cannot offer our gifts to God if we have resentment toward anyone. He said that we must resolve the dispute before our gifts or our prayers are acceptable to spirit. This is because it is the contents of our heart, not the words on our lips, that set the divine creativity into motion.
unresolved resentments and emotions we haven't dealt with clutter our heart, giving spirit mixed messages about what it is that we want or need. We can resolve most resentments by having what may be difficult conversations. And the only way to completely clear the heart is to choose fully to feel emotions that we may have been avoiding. Let us resolve, let us resolve here and now to clear our heart of any and all negativity. Let us use this time to take an inventory. Who am I still holding resentment towards? Who may be resentful of me? And for what? What unprocessed emotions have I buried deep within my heart? As we take these questions into the sacred silence, remember to keep the heart open. Only an open heart can release judgment and negativity, and only an open heart can welcome the divine light of wisdom.
gently returning our awareness to the here and now, we emerge from this sacred stillness and gratitude, grateful for renewed clarity in our minds and our hearts, thankful for the spirit-given courage to face and overcome our resentments and fears. Thank you, God, for everything and everyone. I invite you to know with me now that Spirit is moving powerfully through each of us and through our beloved community. Individually and collectively, we are a powerful spiritual influence on the world. As we evolve in consciousness, the benefits of our growth ripple out, blessing the entire world. Our hearts and minds are fully open, receptive, and clear as Reverend Diana continues her inspirational message this morning. And as she asks us, is your heart clear? We can truly answer, yes. We close our time together today with a poem by Chief Tecumseh, a Shawnee chief and warrior who promoted resistance to the expansion of the United States onto Native American lands. These are said to be his last words spoken on his deathbed in 1813. So live your life that the fear of death can never enter your heart. Trouble no one about their religion. Respect others in their views and demand that they respect yours. Love your life. Perfect your life. Beautify all things in your life. Seek to make your life long and its purpose in the service of your people. Prepare a noble death song for the day when you go over the great divide. Always give a word or a sign of salute when meeting or passing a friend, even a stranger when in a lonely place. Show respect to all people and grovel to none. When you arise in the morning, give thanks for the food and for the joy of living. If you see no reason for giving thanks, the fault lies only in yourself. Abuse no one and no thing, for abuse turns the wise ones to fools and robs the spirit of its vision. When it comes your time to die, be not like those whose hearts are filled with the fear of death, 
so that when their time comes, they weep and pray for a little more time to live their lives over again in a different way. Sing your death song and die like a hero going home. What I think he is speaking to is this. Live a full-hearted, strong-hearted, open-hearted, and clear-hearted life. Live a whole-hearted life of integrity, and you will have no regrets. Let's join in wholehearted prayer to anchor what we know to be true. There is one thing and only one thing going on here. One life, one source, one spirit, one heart, one mind. I call that one God. But by whatever name we call it, we know it to be the presence, the power, and the process back of all of creation. Spirit is forever expressing and experiencing itself as creation. And so I know that each and every one listening today is a perfect and intentional expression of divinity. Each one is God in form. The qualities of spirit are ever available within each and every one. And so this prayer is to remember the truth of who we are. To know that each of us is serving as the hands, the feet, the hearts, and the voices of God in this world. As we practice opening and strengthening and clearing our hearts and minds of all that no longer serves us, we begin to live wholehearted lives. We feel a great fullness, and we are moved to share and to serve. We envision a world where all beings live wholeheartedly, a world that is peaceful, abundant, and free, where all practice loving kindness and care for our planet with respect and intention. We envision a world where all needs are met, where all beings have plenty of nourishing food, safety of a warm and comfortable home, medical care and education, healthy relationships and right livelihood, creative contribution and a sense of belonging. A world in which every being is valued for its inherent goodness and light, where the peace we cultivate within shows up as a world free of violence. We feel and know a world without greed, where there is abundance in simply having enough, 
for every being as a precious creation of God is deserving of all the blessings that life has to offer. And every being receives those blessings willingly and gratefully. With humanity serving as the vessels through which God's blessings flow, there is no reason we cannot have such a world. And so we know that it is taking form as we speak our powerful word. Thank you, God, for this amazing spiritual community. People of like minds and hearts to share this journey. Thank you, Holy One, for the constancy of your loving and lawful presence. It is by this constancy that I build my faith. Thank you, Mother, Father, God, for the many, many blessings of this and every day. May all beings know an endless flow of blessing. And so by this act of prayer, we step fully into our wholehearted lives, trusting that our needs are always met, practicing gratitude rather than complaint, sharing what we have with others, practicing forgiveness, and seeking beauty and joy in our lives. Absolutely faithful in the power of my word. I release it to the one source of all life, knowing that it is already being answered right here and right now. I see it in my mind's eye. I feel it in every inch of my body. I know it and I call it done. And so we affirm this together by saying, and so it is. Amen.
He just has the power to bring about changes. Both society separates us from the time of our birth. Well, we won't live here much longer if we live as strangers. And no time Instead of being parted Sharing a vision that we will have a new dawn Remember that love is how it all got started And don't you know that love will keep it going Even after we're gone What can we give? we haven't given in the past a way to live here on earth make it last and last and last Dream of a day when we can live in communion. Dream of a time when we can live without fear. Awaken a way to get all of us working together. And know that the time when the earth can be peaceful is Know that our thoughts and our actions are honest and clear. And know that the people on earth will be safe from all fear. Know that the time when the earth can be peaceful is So as you notice the news streaming by in the coming week, keep your sights set on peace. This is not to deny what happens in the world. This is to say yes and. Yes and. Peace is real. And peace in our world is possible. And that's what I stand for. So I invite you to affirm with me, there is power in our prayer. <laughs> 
There is power in our vision. There is power in our vision. We are writing a new story for our world. We are writing a new story for our world. Right here and right now. Right here and right now. And so it is. Amen. So it's time for a little bit of celebration and gratitude. Last week, we highlighted tales of rescue for the good work that they're doing in our community. They're a no-kill shelter. And uh, we're sending our lunch donations to them for at least the months of February and March. But today, our feel-good video is not so much good news in the world as feel-good video, because sometimes we just need to watch something that makes us laugh. So this looks at um, how we might learn from a set of blissed out quadruplets, (laughs) a young but very mindful listener, and a clear-hearted, wholehearted child who has just heard her parents arguing. So give it a look. Somehow, like literally, like a piece of software melded together, fused, and then like it started to turn itself into like a living, breathing, you know, like a steak with a brain, like your meat that grew up inside your mother. You're like a wetware android, and now you're like grasping all this amazing information as you map and model the world. You're growing, you're learning, you're expanding, you're slowly emerging as a thinking being, and it's like, oh my god, this is what it's like to be a mind. I mean, you're, you're transcending. You're transcendent. You're transcendent, but you're also like made of flesh. So it's like holding you is like, what is this like actual piece of divine miracle that somehow this universe allowed to to organize? It's insane. Like looking into your eyes actually feels like looking at a galaxy. (laughs) Then me, mom, are you ready to be his friend? Yes. Try not to be that that high up to be friends. I want everything to be low, okay? Okay. Just try your best. I I don't want you and my dad to be replaced and and me again. I want you and my dad to be placed and settled and be friends. I'm not trying to be mean. 
I just want everyone to be friends. And if I can be nice, I think all of us can be nice too. I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm trying to do my best in my heart. Nothing else than that. I want you, Mom, my dad, everyone to be friends. I want everyone to be smiling. Not like being mad. I want everything to smile. Especially when I see someone, I want them to smile. Especially Nana, everyone. I want everyone to smile. And if that's for my dad and you, Mom, I think you can do it. I think you can settle your, your, mean, your mean heights down a little to short heights. Then it's both, okay? I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be a bully. I'm trying to be steady on the floor, not way down, on straight, on the middle where my heart is. My heart is something. Everyone else's heart is something too. And if we live in a world where everyone's being mean, everyone's going to be a monster in their future. What if... If there's just a little bit of persons and we will eat them, then no one will ever be here. Only the monsters in our place. We need everyone to be in person. Everyone, including me and my mom, everyone. I just want everything to be settled down. Nothing else. I just want everything to be good as possible. Nothing else. Thank you, Tiana. Come and give me a There's one clear-hearted little girl. Mm. I know. <laughs> if you were a child at a home where that went on, whoo. <laughs> so each Sunday we invite you to join in our celebration um, the work that we're doing helping us to celebrate that in the world by sharing of your financial good should you choose to do that if you're at home you can go to mysticheart.org and you can find our donate button or our mailing address <coughs> we also have information online and here about a gracious giving program for those who would like to make a monthly heartfelt contribution that helps us plan a little bit and, and for our growth and our expansion. So I'd be happy to give you more information about any of that. So as we move into this time of giving this morning, please take a look at the blessing on the screen. Call it into your heart and speak it from your heart, letting the words flow. And please feel our deep appreciation for every gift that comes our way. As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I bless this gift, sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance. 
and so it is. Amen. Please enjoy this version of Love Train by Playing for Change. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, turn around arts, people all over the world, brothers, sisters, around the planet. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on now.
So we take this moment to give thanks. Give thanks for this beautiful day, this beautiful time together with our beloved community. We give thanks for all the gifts that each one shares. We know the ultimate source is God, but we know that it passes through human hands. And so we give thanks for each one's generosity, for the joy and love that each one brings, the support that each one brings, knowing that our pledge is to be good stewards of the beloved community's assets. And so with that, I pass this prayer to Reverend Diana. And so we gratefully receive these gifts. We grow them and expand them and send them back out into the community in service to creating a better world. So I thank you each for your gifts. And so it is. So it is. Amen. Amen. So we've got all of these props. If you oh, I've got them. props. You've got props. I'm finally getting my props. <laughs> <laughs> i got a few invitations for you. We're going to keep it kind of brief because all the information is in your um, bulletins as well. So stuff's been added. So if you haven't looked yeah. today. So Tuesdays and Thursdays have turned into double headers here. So um, <laughs> Tuesday morning morning at 11 from 11 to noon is uh, music in motion which is a body mind experience for mommy and daddy and me so that's for uh toddlers that are under the under school age um and they do a little bit of a little bit of music a little bit of movement a little bit of yoga a little bit of story to conscious story time so um if, anybody, put the word. yeah put the word out um Later on Tuesdays uh, is our regular book club with Michael Michael Bordeaux, and we're finishing um, the what is the Church of the Wild. Uh, we're going to be watching My Octopus Teacher this Tuesday, and then a week from Tuesday we'll start our new book, which is called Heart. Oh, nope, that's not that one. That was this one, um, Made for Goodness, and that's by Desmond and Desmond Tutu and his daughter Mful. Uh, and that's three to five on Tuesdays. Um, on Thursdays, um, from noon to two is Connections, which is another book club and meditation circle led by Reverend Diana. And they're going to be looking at Heart-Minded, How to Hold Yourself and Others in Love by uh, teacher Sarah Blondin. And that does include uh, book study and meditation. So uh, if that interests you, come on in at uh, noon on Tuesday. And uh, you can bring a lunch uh, at three o'clock on Thursdays is uh, our metaphysical Bible study. We get together and talk about uh, we're in the apocryphal area of the Old Testament and moving toward the prophets. Um, no knowledge of the Bible is necessary. And that's not because we're going to tell you what to think. It's because we're going to help you find your own meaning in the scriptures. Um Next Saturday, uh, I'll be leading a, a little seminar. I like—I found out the word seminar means seed, seed bed, so I'm—I'm I'm, going to own that one. And we're going to have a little seminar for from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. called "The Kingdom of Heaven: A Virtual Field Trip." Uh, the Kingdom of Heaven or the Kingdom of God; those phrases are used well over a hundred times in the New Testament, and we're going to see if they mean the same thing or if they mean something different or just what they mean again to us. 
Uh, mark your calendars. We've got great stuff coming in March. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th is a Thursday evening. We're going to have a St. Patrick's Day party, dance party with uh, Narion and Janet. So they're, they're going to come back and do some music for us. Uh, we have tickets on sale today. I don't have those tickets here, but that's all right. Oh, they're in the envelope. Okay. Oh, it's, they're heavy tickets. <laughs> really good. She should be a black. If you haven't heard Mariana Janet, check them so, out online. So that's, you can hardly see them, but if you want to see, get a better look at them, <laughs> buy a ticket. So <laughs> keyboard and sing blues, and he's a couple players and things. And they both write, and they're terrific people. So um, we've got that on the 17th. April 9th, we're going to have a spring tea party and Easter basket raffle. And that's April 9th from 1 to 3 p.m. And that'll be next door at Sweet H. And Ellie has more information, so you can give, give her a shout out if you want to know more about that. And tickets are here as well, yeah. Yeah. And our Reduce Your car Carbon Footprint parking lot sale is Saturday, March 21st. Um, and May. we'll open up Sweet H on the May. 20th. What? May 21st. Did I say March? Yes. May 21st. <laughs> Scratch that, reverse it. Um, Saturday, May 21st. Um, and Friday afternoon, May 20th, uh, we'll have Sweet H open so you can drop off uh, items for the sale. And if you'd like prayer support, we have prayer request cards on the fireplace over there, and you can fill those out, and we get those to all the practitioners if you want the whole prayer team working for you. If you'd like to uh, meet with an individual prayer practitioner, all our, uh, all our contact information is on the back of the bulletin, and I'm available if you want a quick consultation uh, after the service today. Um, to continue the celebration, there is food and fellowship next door immediately following our, our uh, closing song. So please stand and join me in our closing song, Love Be With You. Also, if you're into the practice of releasing and renewing for, for Lent, not about sacrifice. It's about releasing and renewing. There are some booklets in the basket. They're free. Grab one if you like one. And these flowers are just amazing. They, yeah, they really are. The aroma is is incredible. So it's a little extra incentive to sit in the front. <laughs>
Sunday. Enjoy this early spring weather. And join us for lunch.